Welcome to a special episode of the Monetize Your Ministry podcast. So back on September 25th of 2023, this year, I did a summit, a Monetize Your Ministry summit, where six guests, six experts in their own field shared from their story, shared from their expertise, and it was amazing. Listen, if you were a part of that summit, you know just how impactful it was, and there were so many people who gained value from it and actually went and took action on the things they learned in the summit. Well, this episode, we're going to feature one of those presenters and their presentation from the summit in its entirety. The 20 minutes that you're going to hear from Dr. Amber Wright are pure gold. Dr. Amber Wright, as you'll hear me say in this episode, is my business coach. Back in 2018, when I was making my transition, she was the person that I paid to help me to navigate and to figure out exactly what it is that I had to build a business on. So you're going to hear from Dr. Wright in this episode. And listen, the summit that we did back in September was so impactful. We're going to do it again in the new year, early in 2024. So look out for the next Monetize Your Ministry Summit. And now check out this episode from Dr. Amber Wright. And the first person up this evening is my business coach, Dr. Amber L. Wright. I told you I was going through this phase of frustration. I don't know what I had. And one of the persons I reached out to was Dr. Amber L. Wright because she is a communications expert and she's the founder of Words Well Said. Like Dr. Amber knows how to craft messages. So if you're someone, you don't know how to exactly say what you want to say and what your message is, Dr. Amber is the person. So at this time, I want to bring up Dr. Amber L. Wright. Well, hello, Dr. Amber. Good evening. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It is so Chill. good to have you on. So excited. Hey, listen, I'm so excited myself. I'm. It's. I couldn't do this summit without having you as one of our guest presenters, Dr. Amber. Oh, well, thank you for the invitation, friend. So it was about five, six years ago when I was getting ready to make my transition from full-time pastoral ministry as my um, job that I reached mm -hmm. out to you and said, uh, Amber, we've been, I've been gaining knowledge from you, but I, wanna, I want some help. I want to know how to make this transition to entrepreneurship. Yeah. And I need to know how to put what I'm saying and what I'm doing into words. And you've helped me with that. And so thank you. And I want you to help us today. <laughs> there is a thing you do in your coaching where you close your eyes and God is downloaded. <laughs> I want you to do that for somebody this evening. <laughs> so tell people a little bit about who you are, what sure. you do, and how you serve people. Because, again, ministry is in pulpits and singing ministries, how you serve. And I believe that's your ministry. So tell us. Well, um, well, so my name is Dr. Amber Wright. I am a relationship communication expert, speaker, and executive coach to high achieving women on the brink of their next level. And I came into this work because it is my God, my God given gift. My way with words and my way with people are my God given gift. So God and I made a deal because I realized that people see him in me when I do what I do. 
the whole closing mm -hmm. of the eyes, that's spirit. That's, I mean, yeah, we, can, we, yeah. can, we can talk about that here, right? And um, so I made this pact with God and I was like, okay, I'm going to use this gift that you gave me because people see you in me when I use it, but I need you to provide for me and my family. Like that's the trade. Like that was, that was the deal. If, if we can eat and pay our bills and, you know, <laughs> experience abundance, then I will, I won't sit on the talent. And that's what I've done. And um, I'm very grateful that I, I say that my passion and my purpose are in alignment with my profession. Mm. I was able to build a profession. Uh, uh, I, my work isn't new, but I'm just saying for my own life, I was able to build a career around my natural gifting. Yeah. There was something you did right at the beginning. You said, I'm a communication expert. I help high achieve. So you said, uh, what you do, who you do it for, yep. what's the problem they solve. Yep. And to me, that statement, being able to articulate that for a lot of people on here is what we struggle with. Mm. That's what a lot of us struggle with. It's like, I know I have something. What is it? Who is it for? So kind of talk to us as a communication expert. What are some of the ways that we can put a handle on what we do, who we do it for, and what's the problem they have? Mm. Uh. I first remove the ego. Okay. <laughs> that, that's first. Sometimes we want to find all of this like super flowery language to try to explain what we do to people. And I know that sometimes that's the disconnect in the sense that how it makes sense in your head doesn't always translate when you say it to other people. And so what is helpful is thinking about the consumer, thinking about the other person and meeting them where they are. And sometimes it's hard to do that because you're so close to the work, but that's an easy exercise when you're just like, if I were to talk to someone who wasn't from here, who had no real context of what I do, how would I explain it? That's a really good way to start by simplifying the language okay. um, because, for example, when I worked in corporate America, my most recent role in corporate America was a few years ago, and I was a strategy and communication um, I don't even remember the title. It was like five words. Right, right, <laughs> Information right. security, strategy and communication, senior associate. What does that mean? Right. So I had to find a way to explain it to people because they were like, Amber, what do you do with that job? And so my language was, I help a team of engineers make sure that their learning content makes sense to people who aren't engineers. That was the best way that I could explain what I, what I did. So if you're struggling with trying to think about language, a fill in the blank that you can uh, use an exercise homework because we love homework. Okay, Get here. your pens out, folks. Get yeah, your pens, pens out. out. Um, this is an exercise that I do with my clients and it is, you know how blank struggles with blank? I help them blank. Hmm. I'm going to say that again. Say that you again. You know how blank struggles with blank? I help them blank. You know how high achieving women struggle with finding harmony between their personal and professional lives? I help them prepare for their next level. Okay. Your audience, what they're struggling with and how you solve it. Okay. Somebody needs to go ahead and put yours in the comments. Let's see. Somebody who's brave. Yeah, right? Just brave go ahead and put soul. it out there. Just, just put it out there. because You know how blank struggles mm -hmm. with blank. Mm -hmm. I help them blank. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... As we're talking about this, Amber, you you talked about okay, this is my this is my this is my passion, my purpose, and this stuff aligns. 
when you found this, you said, okay, God, now I want to make a living from this, right? This mm -hmm. is what we talk about, this monetization part of this. How did you first start about start off doing that? Because I want someone to know some first steps. Okay, I'm, I'm finding my thing, I'm whatever. Let's talk about yours. Sure. Well, my um, first, my very first business, I was an event planner. A lot of people don't know that, but this is many years ago. Um, and so my personal philosophy is you got to use what you got to get what you need. Okay, mm -hmm. that's <laughs> the basics. Use what you got to get what you need. So I was working full time at a university by day, running their reservation, their student union reservations office. Uh, managing 90,000 square foot of sp space. And then I was teaching at night. And I knew that that job was where I honed my speaking skills and career. Mm -hmm. So even though I was responsible for reservations, I was already a professor. So I was already like teaching college classes. So when we had events that was for development and training for our students, I would give presentations on like polishing your public speaking skills. And then that turned into somebody at the health center was there. And they were like, oh, can you do the same presentation at the health center? So my job, I'm on the clock for my full-time job. But I recognized that this was also kind of the vein that I needed to, to be in and I wanted to be in. So while I was at that job, because I had to pay my mortgage every month, okay, <laughs> the mortgage people didn't care where the money came from. They were like, where's the bill, sis? Um, I used that time while I was employed to develop my skills as a speaker. I've been speaking my whole life, but really in terms of thinking about it as a business. And my first four, four, like uh, transition into doing the work that we all know words well said to be, I entered the job market or the market as a public speaking coach. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I did that is because I was teaching public speaking at the collegiate level. I had already had my master's degree. I already was putting mileage on the education that I already had before I went out and sought all kinds of certifications and things like that. And so why I use such simple language is because I knew that it would resonate with people. I knew that they would understand exactly what that meant. And I already had the credibility to be doing that. Ah, that's good. That's good. So I was a novice to entrepreneurship when I started my business, but I wasn't a novice to the work. That's good. That's good. Somebody needs to hear that. You might be new to this part of it, but all your experience with all the things you've done, and especially as we talk about in this platform, even the things you've done in the church world and other places serving people, you bring that experience and you stand on that experience. Yep. And I didn't abandon my responsibilities. There's this idea where I think we kind of over glamorize entrepreneurship. Like, oh, I'm working remotely at the pool, my office today, I'm on the beach and whatever. That's cute. But I had to go to work. <laughs> yeah. And so but while I was doing what I had to do to take care of my responsibilities, I also wanted to see that the business was viable. And what turned the sh the shift for me was I was a blogger for a long time and I wanted to know more about that industry. And so I started going to blogging conferences mm -hmm. while I was at these conferences. I realized that some writers don't always make the best speakers. So some of those speakers who were not uh, the best, they became my clients. I was like, oh, this is how I'm going to show up in the marketplace. So this is how I was able to niche down. Right. I was like, yes, I'm a public speaking coach and I work with digital creators, bloggers, writers who want to hone their public speaking skills. And um, that was like the, the transition for me into really deciding who I was meant to show up for 
in that beginning season. What I'm doing now was always my bigger vision, but I was willing to say, I'm going to start off this way. And then after I got some legs in this field and that, you know, doing that work, you started to see me use language of uh, defining or describing myself as a communication expert. And that was intentional on my part because I no longer wanted to be pigeonholed as a public speaking coach mm-hmm. because I knew that my work was going to expand beyond that. I love it. Um, as they all are here, people are posting there. I helped, uh, you know who? I helped them sh- mm-hmm. with this struggle. So wonderful. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. We love it. Um, I, I'm reading one from Alicia Alexander. You know how people struggle with forgiveness? I help them hear the voice of forgiveness. I see you looking mm-hmm. up in the. I see it, Amber. You started to do yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> trying to do that thing. By the way, Amber. Yeah, you that can't do gift. this to me because I'm going to be like, let's talk about that. Let's workshop that. Yeah. 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 Um, you talked about being willing to start somewhere and grow yeah. into what you want to get to, and I think that's a good lesson for everyone. Now, I want to get to what you do, what you what you've done with. Can we talk cards? Mm-hmm. Because for a lot of people, when we talk about monetizing. Um, we may not think in terms of how my expertise can be turned into a product. So I want you to talk about how you did that, how you made communication, like helping the people thing. talk, a product. So my uh, decision um, to actually create a product, it, it took me a long time because I did not want to make T-shirts and mugs just because everybody was making T-shirts and mugs. Um So I was very slow to product creation. I knew that if I wanted to put something out there, that I wanted it to feel like an extension of the work that I was already doing. And being, so I was a professor, as I mentioned earlier, for eight years. And when you teach, you know, you're always looking for some type of no-brainer icebreaker activity that doesn't require any tech or commit, you know, like a lot of materials. So um, I... Conversation starters are not new, but I was like, I can make my own. I'm an, I'm inquisitive. I'm a curious person. I think that I can do this. So it was me just knowing that although there's nothing new under the sun, there are no conversation starters with my name on them. Yeah. And I wanted something, again, that felt relevant to the work that I was already doing. And so when people struggle with that, too, you might have an idea where you're like, oh, well, somebody else is already doing the same thing. I always tell people, go to the drugstore and see how many shades of red lipstick there are on the shelves. Just because Revlon has a red shade doesn't mean that Maybelline can't have one. They didn't say, well, too bad for the red lipstick. Somebody already did right, it. They just right. put change the formula and call it something else. So for those of you who don't know, my product is called Can We Talk Cards? They are 50 questions designed to help you take the guesswork out of small talk. So there's five different versions um, because I want them to go with you in every area of your life. And that was my that was my choice to enter into the product side, um, because also having a service based business as a speaker and through coaching, there's cycles with that. Sometimes it's slower than others or what have you, but products can be sold year round. So I knew that I wanted something that was complementary to the work that I was already doing. Yeah. Amber, um, I want to take us back just a little bit. And if you're, we're about to open it up. I want you to put your questions in here and maybe Amber, you might workshop something here just so that we can get a little, you know, an example of it. But there's a simplicity of how you say stuff. There's a simplicity, how you just said the cards. There's a simplicity of what I do. There's a simplicity of what I've done in this season. Now, of course, it may not be 
everyone's gift, but maybe you can give us three steps to take what you what you have and make it very clear for people to know what it is. If I could ask you that, put you on the spot. Give me three steps. Um, it's a good one, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, because I think I want to say that it's simple, but it's not easy. And I mm -hmm. recognize that. Mm -hmm. um, I think the best, I don't know that I can even order it into steps okay. beyond okay. The, the formula that I offered earlier as an example. And that doesn't even necessarily have to be a script. That mm -hmm. just helps you break through the noise in your brain of trying to find the language to describe what you do and how you do it. But I think on a simple level, start by you start as though you were talking to a child. So as you know, my, you know, we island people, right? My, my, my family's from Central America, they're from Honduras, from Roatan, shout out to my folks. And my grandmother, this little old tiny island lady, she didn't know what it mean to be a speaker. So when I talked to my grandmother, I never was like, oh, grandma, I'm going to be a speaker. I would still tell her that I was teaching. She was like, oh, baby, I teach. And I'm like, well, yeah, like I, I, I flew to somewhere to go teach. Right. So you also just kind of have to know where to how to meet people where they are and just not reject the simplicity of the language. So we talked about workshopping for a second. I'm just going to read this comment here before we transition. This go one ahead. says, you know how single women struggle with loneliness and unfulfillment, do they? Do single women struggle with that? Or is it a type of single woman? So mm -hmm. maybe it's, you know, how lonely single women, because not all single people are unfulfilled. So really thinking about who your work is for and then what their challenge is helps you uh, strip some of the language down. So it says, I help them love their life, even when there is not a love in their life. Okay, maybe not a romantic love, right? So there, there's ways, this is the, the beginning of being able to kind of workshop to really think about who your person is. And so human, maybe if I had to put it in number two. So one, simplify the language. Two, think about the person. Like make give your avatar, your ideal client uh, a name. Mm -hmm. So then that way when you're writing and you're talking, like if say her name is Denise, the single woman who wants to find love. What is she struggling with? What does she cry about when she writes in her journal at night? What is she praying about? Mm -hmm. And how can your work help her? And then that's what gives you the language that resonates with Denise specifically because you've thought about her in writing your content. Good. I love it. It sounds like even when we have, it may, it may be put a draft down and just question and probe yes. that draft from the eyes and the mind of your avatar. Yep. So like I mentioned with the cards, 50 questions to help you take the guesswork out of small talk. People don't like small talk. You know why they don't like small talk? Because they don't know what to say sometimes. So this solves that problem. I love it. All right. I see a question here. Mm -hmm. um, someone says, how is your product manufactured? So someone's trying to get a little bit more of the sure. practical. Just give us, you know, and, and maybe even how you went about getting it manufactured. Um, I invested in a consultant mm. who initially helped me get the product up on Amazon. And it was through my process of working with that particular consulting firm that uh, we got the product redesigned. Um, and 
and I feel for context, I just want to show an example so people understand what I mean. This is what they originally look like. This was actually the second version. Kimon has the original, like old school yeah, I got, I got, uh, yeah. white boxes with a sticker I printed myself. Okay, do not despise humble beginnings. Okay, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was cutting stickers myself on a white box. So we upgraded from that to this design to this one. So this took time. These products have been in the marketplace since 2018. Um, and it was through that process was just how I found my manufacturer in China. And so that they that they are produced offshore. Yeah, I think that's a good point there. Like everything I've heard from you is start, iterate, get better, mm -hmm. shift, pivot. And 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 I want I don't want anyone to leave like, well, I'm not ready for this. this the, the last version of the cars you showed but if you start, then you'll get there. So I think that's something yes. I want you to get. Yep. That's Someone's it. asking, where can we get the cards? They, they want to take the guesswork out of small talk. Am I okay to share? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. Um, you can go to canwetalkcards.com. That's easy. Easy. And someone, could, someone could type it in the chat. We'll put it up on the screen. Uh, Dr. Amber, before you leave, um, what's a word you might give to someone? They, um, they have this ministry. They are getting ready to get started, but they're a bit afraid of it fails, right? What if I try starting this business and it doesn't work? And what what would you say to them? Um, my response to that is something that my mother used to say to me, which is the answer is already no if you don't ask. The answer is already no if you don't ask. So if you are afraid to start and to try... Same thing when I was writing my dissertation. The best dissertation is a Dundon dissertation. There's no doctor without the dissertation. Mm -hmm. The only way to get through that is to actually sit down and do it. Yeah. So you won't really know if there's actually a dilemma until you do the thing. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Dr. Amber L. Wright, thank you so much uh, for the Monetize Your Ministry Summit, being our kickoff presenter today, helping us to understand how to clarify our message. And I hope you all took that template that you know who who struggles with i help them to blank right so make sure you have your draft of that you work on your draft dr amber thank you for being here with us today 